Psychomedy is brought to you by ThreadUp, Manchester-based therapy that supports creativity. I'm Rafaela Nunes, the founder of ThreadUp and the counsellor supporting the creative community. Comedians and creatives in general can experience anxiety, depression, low moods, and this in turn can affect their creativity. One-to-one counselling can facilitate a safe space for creatives to explore any difficulties, to gain self-awareness, to develop strategies that work, and ultimately to create choices that are aligned with the natural creative flow. If you're in need of support, then please get in touch. Visit threadup.co.uk to book your counselling sessions at reduced rates when you quote Psychomedy. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. So joining me on Psychomedy Daily Dose today, it's Anavab Pal. Anavab, hello. Hello, Nathan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. As I said to your colleague and friend, Dave Hill, the other day, the one, the one plus of this global pandemic is I get to stay in touch with my friends from around the world on Psychomedy. Indeed, indeed, you know, n- nobody in the world has an excuse, like, like they're busy or... Um, <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just read something on Twitter that happened in your country. Uh, somebody said that they had to... Some people were meeting to do drinks online, which has <laughs> apparently become a thing now. And <laughs> somebody said that they couldn't be at the drinks thing because they had other digital commitments. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so interestingly, I have none of those things. I, <laughs> You're not popular in the digital world, Anabab. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Nathan. Whatever I've found out offline, all those things are coming through online as well. <laughs> I was invited to a... Yeah, I was invited to one of these things yesterday. I hate to make you feel worse but i was invited to my first digital i think digital club or digital pub tonight and i'm like "Mm, i don't know can you say no i'm not interested in that or is that not the dumb thing in this new world i I mean (laughs) and you know i I think you should go to see what it's like and also (laughs) you know yours is a culture that's from the little i've seen it's a very going out culture right it's a lot of a lot of drinking a lot of uh socializing going to comedy uh, in India, you know, when people say socially distance, most families live together. Like it's 10, 15 people to a family. Mm. Uh, and in Mumbai, not in very large apartments. So uh, social distance when, you know, to a, in a large family in Mumbai basically means, you know, if you're six feet apart, you three <laughs> members of the family have taken up the apartment. You know? so, <laughs> so I... I I don't know how this is going to work for the world. 
Yeah, well, I mean, are you still are you hopeful for India? Because I've been reading things that India seems to have cracked it. You're the one country that has cracked it, whether it's your hot weather or your uh, I'm not sure. But it seems like you've got very few cases over there. Correct, correct. And, uh, you know, we, we've definitely we're way ahead of the world. And we've realized one of the best ways to have the lowest number of cases is not to test anyone. Uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. I think Russia is doing the same thing, I believe. Yeah, I think that way. Russia's totally ignoring it. So they've got zero cases. I mean, it's amazing. That's the cure. <laughs> they don't have any. Um, so I don't know what these Americans are shouting and screaming about because, uh, you know, I think I think we've just let people be, you know. Why do you have to stick a thermometer in everyone's mouth? You know, you didn't do it two weeks ago. Um, and, and that's how a country of 1.3 billion people have very few cases. And also, uh, our Prime Minister Modi, who's really popular, uh, you've probably seen this in the news, Nathan, because I know you follow global news very closely. Uh, he suggested on Sunday uh, that the best way to get rid of this virus would be to go to your balconies and bang all your pots and pans. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. And there was there was a there's a thing that started in India uh, <laughs> called the WhatsApp University, which is basically a lot of illiterate uh, sort of medieval phobia ridden whatsapps that go around and uh, one of the whatsapp university things that was going viral about this modi event was apparently if you bang pots and pans hard enough it sends vibrations in the universe that <laughs> dispels the coronavirus so that's the other that's the other way we got rid of it uh, so yeah so we're, we're ahead we're ahead of a lot of people <laughs> i'm gonna try that right after the call <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's great i want some more advice like that from our prime minister he's being he's being unusually sensible at the moment where he usually would say things like that you know but uh <laughs> at I'm, the moment he's just saying know, stay in this is why the third world is a head first world in, in so many different ways like today we have a lockdown for the first day we have a proper lockdown and of okay. course locking down one point what locking down 1.3 billion people you know I mean, in India, lockdown basically means we still have about 60 million people roaming around in the streets. <laughs> That's yeah. basically what lockdown is. But also, you know, in the West, at least like, for example, in China, when a leader says something, it can be implemented because it's rigorous state control. And in, and in literate countries, you know, very high levels of literacy, lots of money, like, you know, where you are in the first world. Uh, mm. A decision is implemented, you know, don't go out, go for a walk, etc. Here, um, you know, a law was sort of a draconian law was passed. It never happened before. Lockdown 1.3 billion people. So the police, you know, they're not very aware of what to do. So they're just thrashing anyone who's on the street, <laughs> uh, oh, including medical workers, e-commerce, <laughs> food delivery people. Everyone's just being smacked around. And, you know, that's, that's the other way to do it. Which is, you know, if everyone stays home, then, then medical professions can't tend to the people and they died and you wouldn't know because they're dead. <laughs> so, uh, again, another way in which we're ahead of the world. Are the police really doing that? Because we're wondering how the police are going to are going to execute Boris Johnson's instructions here. But, yeah, maybe maybe a thrashing with a long stick is a good idea. Well, I've been seeing some stuff on Twitter that basically grocery supplies are being thrashed. Uh, some medical people, you know, are being told, you know, you are bringing Corona into this apartment building, we're, we're, you know, so please get out. Um, mm. Not a lot of it, but some of it is happening. 
So again, again, leading the world, you know, anytime they think if, if you need to know how things should be done in a civilized way, you know, I'm here. I'm here for you. <laughs> well, India, India seems to be leading the world in terms of locking down. I mean, the fact that they're locking down with only, I think I read somewhere like 500 cases out of 1.34 billion. That I mean, that's uh, that's amazing. Is anyone kind of questioning the lockdown? Like, we haven't got many cases here. Why are we locking down? I mean, I think it's a good thing, but. That's an absolutely great question, right? I mean, I think we now have a leader who has an absolute majority. Um, and I think a lot of politicians around the world are going to use this, you know, to just sort of, uh, you know, do what they've always wanted to do, you know, which is probably like he's addressing the nation at eight o'clock tonight. He might do anything. He might uh, overrule the constitution, dissolve the parliament <laughs> and declare an emergency. <laughs> he, yeah, could, yeah. he could do that. But there was an interesting statistic that I saw because we're, you know, we've had a number of diseases, you know, um, over the last 200 years, you know, we've had some sort of good old famines, thanks to uh, a country I won't name. <laughs> we've had uh, <laughs> some, some polio, we've had measles, we've had outbreaks of cholera, plague, uh, because of, you know, sanitation, water, etc. So uh, mortality rates in those in India were much higher. And there was there was uh, no lockdown. Um, mm. And some people argue that, you know, we're doing this in the age of social media because we just want to be up with the rest of the world. You know, we just want to make sure we don't want to be left out. You know, we're now an economy to reckon with. So, you know, if Iceland is shutting down, damn it, we're shutting down. It doesn't matter if that means 500 million people will starve. We have to shut down. An interesting point you bring up, you know, I had a knock on my door on Sunday because I had come in from abroad. I had done some shows in the United States and I'd come back. And uh, apparently the health authorities are relying on, uh, they go, they're going building to building and asking basically the security guard of the building, is there anyone in the building who's had, uh, who travels a lot? <laughs> and security guard, you know, semi-literate person from the village, uh, says, yeah, I think flat 311. Yeah, why don't you go there? So um, this lady comes up, knocks on my door and says, she just literally presses the bell. I forgot says, I'm from the Mumbai uh, Municipal Corporation. I said, hello. And she said, uh, we're taking a list of uh, possible COVID patients. Uh, and she she didn't ask me, have I traveled? She just said, uh, do, do you have coronavirus? <laughs> I said, what? She said, do you have the virus? I said, uh, uh, what? no. Uh, she said, do you have a cold, a fever? I said, no. And she said, well, then you don't have it. I said, okay. And that was my test. <laughs> that was... That's why your cases are so low. Do you have it? No, that's fine. You don't have it? No. Yeah. It was like a Monty Python sketch. And I asked her, who else are you asking in my building? She said, no one. I said, yeah, correct. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Right. So I've been staying in touch with your Twitter. That's that's been getting me through these last few days. And uh, I've noticed you've been very positive on Twitter, sharing some positive messages, which is great. I think you've been sharing that there's no new cases in Wuhan in the last five days. You've been sharing that Italy death rates are going down. You've been sharing that uh, India just going door to door asking you whether you have <laughs> coronavirus or not. And you're saying yeah. no. Um, yeah. I think that's great to be positive. There's so much negativity online. People are catastrophizing, looking for the worst case scenarios. And um, I just wanted to say, good, keep that positivity coming, Anavab. 
Thank you. And you know, I, I really have to say my inspiration is seeing a lot of catastrophic tweets from my British comedian colleagues. You know? Oh, yeah. uh, there's loads, there's loads. There's, there's somebody who tweeted, this is not that important, it's just the end of the world. You know, like there's some very, very subtle, quiet ones, uh, which I'm quite enjoying. But, um, you know, it just seems empirically that this is a three-month thing. Like, I don't know, Nathan, I just want to know how you feel about this, because it seems like, yeah, it was a draconian lockdown in China, but three and a half months seems to be the cycle after which they're letting people out. So... Yeah. Do you think, you know, just being rational, not even being optimistic, that, that three and a half months is a reasonable time? Absolutely. That's what we've been told by our Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. You know, there's a lot of trust going into Boris Johnson at the moment, as I say, unusually so for Boris. But he said in 12 weeks we should have broken the back of this, whatever that means. He was pressed as to what that means. He was like, broken the back, you know, whatever. Um, so, but it's, it's a positive it's a positive message that after, yes, 12 weeks, so that was a week ago, that this is going to be, um, we're going to get on the positive side of this. So, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm listening to the advice, and a lot of people are listening to Facebook <laughs> rather than the official <laughs> advice, which I think is probably the wrong thing to do at this stage. Well, you know, uh, Indian parents are great in these situations because my mum's 70, my dad's nearly 80, and they're home. And they know I don't have anywhere to be. So I'm an only child. And so they, they find this, they, you know, if the virus doesn't get our son, we'll just just uh, annoy him into a disease, you know? Like, <laughs> so they've been telling me things like uh, you have to, they, they've been getting WhatsApps from their friends. And apparently some of the cures are rub uh, uh, lime juice all over you um, and and uh, wear gloves all the time and, right. uh, and use uh, disinfectant, like industrial disinfectant on inanimate objects upon yourself. My mom <laughs> sent that tweet out. Also, you know, I do come from a country where they worship cows. You know, it's, it's sacred. It's built into Hinduism. Mm. And. There's a big thing going on among religious zealots and fortunately among an illiterate minority, but spreading uh, this mm. rumor that cow urine can cure yes. coronavirus. I, I think I've heard this. I think I've, I think maybe this was on the BBC kind of debunking this myth yesterday. That's cow urine. Yeah. You know, and this is the problem when you have so many people. And I apologize on behalf of a billion people, even though maybe one percent are doing this that we are taking up airtime on the BBC for this to have to be debunked. <laughs> How can you be sure it's not true, though, Anabab, if you haven't tried it yourself? I mean, this is I, a great yeah, you need to get corona. You need to get corona from the 492 people that have it and, um, and then put yourself under a cow. Exactly. And, you know, the cows are roaming around the streets of urban India really perplexed because they're... <laughs> Wonder, they're wondering where did the cars go can i just walk into a starbucks like this sort of thing is going on right now um so i guess it wouldn't be hard for me to find the cow and have it urinate near me um, <laughs> not near you on you Annabab. listen to the official me. advice from the government it has to be on you on me on me yeah sorry for reducing the level of the podcast to this sort of <laughs> uh, it's good to spread the Excuse. word good to spread the word so, yeah, there is so much negativity but so, uh, going around online, but there's so many positive things happening. We've been sharing stories on this about people giving money away. I don't know whether you've noticed, but next up, 
which is a you know an online comedy service um is giving away god it's just so much money i think they've raised like eighty thousand pounds and comedians like richard herring have given ten thousand sarah pasco five thousand and this fund is going to comedians uh, around the world i believe so and i've you can apply to that once the uh, once the income dries up you can uh, you can apply to next up it's such a you know people are doing amazing things i'm really i'm blown away by some of the things that are happening that's uh, that's very kind of you and nathan particularly kind for you to say once the income dries up because for me that <laughs> date was february 29 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this was long before this started was it <laughs> this yeah. february 29 2017 <laughs> yeah <laughs> You've got, to, you've got to backdate these payments, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, nothing much has changed, actually. I've been home for two and a half years. What virus? Um, but that is really kind. No, you're absolutely right. People are doing... And I'm also seeing incredible acts of generosity um, in, in this country and, and other parts of the world. I know that, I guess, self-employed people and freelancers across industries have to band together because uh, even in this country, whatever economic package will come through, will come through for employed people, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and the really distressed, uh, which in our country is a lot of people. And unlike rich countries, we won't have much money left, uh, you know, to focus on podcasters and, and film editors, you know. It's, <laughs> the, the essential uh, services, podcasting. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, I guess, you know, especially in, in at least, you know, in the advanced world, there is, a significant regard for the contribution of artists to society. Here, I think just feeding and clothing people is such a, you know, such a gigantuan task that, you know, at the end of the day, if you go up and say, they're like, you do what? I said, you know, I, I write these funny tweets. It's just get at the back <laughs> of the line. <laughs> yeah. Get under that cow. Yeah. So, is there anything, finally, is there anything you're thinking of doing in the next few weeks and months let's hope weeks um that you haven't had time for maybe up to this point in your life anything new you're going to do to get get you through this period i think i'm 42 uh, you know and as we discussed on the psych comedy couch uh, podcast i love um you know i've spent 22 years doing this you know being an entertainer um and these sorts of moments really make you think you know, am I any good? What else should I do? Maybe I should make pasta. <laughs> Read the classics. Yeah. You know, so I, saw, I saw a tweet somewhere. Someone said, recommendations for what books to read are, are doing the actual book reading itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you can, um, if nothing else, you can join me in this digital pub that I'm thinking of going to tonight, um, which, as I say, sounds... Brilliant and horrendous all at the same time. It said something like, um, make yourself feel better while you're drinking alone. And I thought that's just such a bleak, that's such a bleak statement. Uh, make yourself feel better drinking alone by watching other people drink alone in their houses. So if you want to join me, let's, uh, let's have a, di a digital fabulous. cocktail tomorrow. Yeah, I would love to. Also, do you think this is going to lead to a rise of FOMO among cool digital parties you are not invited to <laughs> or, or one is not invited to you know? exactly that awkward moment where you have to you have to turn you down Anavab, even though i've got unlimited numbers to my party i still yeah. don't want you there no, I understand <laughs> even, I understand even though that. i don't have to see or hear you i just yeah. don't want you 
don't want you in the virtual room with me. It's fair enough, Nathan. It makes sense. <laughs> right. Well, I hope to um, I hope to see much more of your content coming out via your Twitter, Anavab Pal. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been following you on Facebook and a bunch of others, and I just feel like I almost trust friends and colleagues updating on social media about what's really going on than daily politician speeches, you know? Um, <laughs> so my hope yeah. is to just give our people updates on what I'm seeing on the ground in Mumbai and, you know, getting similar things from Istanbul and, and Sydney. And it's so interesting that we're all sort of now, in some cliched way, connected, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. This is the, this is the time for cliches. We are, we are connected. We are. There, there's some good that can come out of this. And uh, staying in touch with positive people like you, I think, is just so, to be serious, so 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 important for mental health. You know, this, this it's so easy to catastrophize, so easy to go to the worst case scenario when, in fact, um, the reality is hopefully we will be over this in a in a few weeks. And um, let's hope so. Exactly. Exactly. And there are even more positive things. I've been hearing, uh, you know, your conversations on Facebook and, uh, you know, a common friend of ours, Dave Hill, was on your podcast. Yeah, and he was. And he, promised yeah. New, he promised nudity. <laughs> so, you know, we, yeah. we have even more things to look forward to. <laughs> yes, I hope you're going to join us in that Instagram live whenever that, whenever that happens, Anabab. I've, uh, I've been waiting to see that for many years. Here is my chance. Nathan, I feel... Like in that circumstance, if I take off my clothes, the world might shut down for a different reason. <laughs> Just get the cow round. This is going to be great. Great content. Yeah. <laughs> Anavab, thank you so much. And uh, maybe I'll check back in with you in a, in, a, in a week or two. See how you are then. See if you're still as positive. Thank you, Nathan. My regards to you and the family. And please stay safe. And you. Thank you. Lots of love. Thank you, sir. So, yes, that tweet that Anavab shared was from Joyce Karam at The National. Just some good news on Corona. No new cases in Wuhan. I think we've heard this for days. Italy death rates are starting to drop in the last few days. Global recoveries are, of course, increasing all the time. No new deaths in 150 countries and good progress being made on vaccines. There are some good news. I think these are the stories we should share for all of our mental health. And if anyone is struggling, please uh, take us up on that one-to-one Skype session with our counselling partners at threadup.co.uk. There's also some great uh, tips from them about your mental health during this time. And we've loaded that up on psychomedy.co.uk. So that is our show for today. Join us again tomorrow for more Psychomedy Daily. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows, and please give us a five-star review. Your positivity is needed more now than ever. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk or at psychomedypod. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay positive, and tune back in for more Psychomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Odd people.